shot what you think is. Do you have a man who you came with? All right, cool. All right, and three, two, one. Welcome back, y'all. Street Academy Podcast, where we keep one foot in the academy and one foot in the streets. And we back in, we back in, we back. So that kind of singing right there, right? I was going to say. And we, no. <laughs> generally, I'm the best singer on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Jackie and Amber, but y'all know my vocalization skills be the, you know what I'm saying? But right now, I got some vocalists. We got some vocalists, guests on the podcast that will, that can outdo me today. You see what I'm saying? I'm going to just be honest. I had to get some people that's better than me in that regard. Um, but we back. Street Academy Podcast, where we keep one foot in the academy and one foot in the streets. Um, we have some special guests. It's been a minute. We had to take a month off, but we are back now. And I, I this actually, this episode was an initially going to be for Black Music History Month, but schedules got off and all of that. And I was like, you know what? We always, we could celebrate Black music all the time. We celebrate Black, black History celebrate every month. Okay. Black History every month, every, every day, month. 365, Black, 24, Black, we all Black, and we all wearing Black. Yep. yep. Because I wanted to celebrate my guest today. <laughs> um, this this couple right here, um, man, look, I'm I'm gonna I'm say it like this. I'm I'm not I'm not the guy, but I know the guy. Does that make sense? Like. I'm I'm not the plug, but I know the plug. I know a few people. You understand what I'm saying? Like I'm not Trey the Truth in Houston. I'm not uh-huh. Ti in Atlanta. I'm not yeah. Trick Trick in Detroit. Like I'm not the plug. But if you say John, I need such and such. I, like I know a few people. You know what I'm saying? My my network's pretty expansive. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and this particular uh, uh, a couple man, I've been knowing them for a very long time, probably about definitely going on towards 10 years for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely going on towards At least nine. Years. Yeah, at least nine That's years. That's how long we've been yeah. in Atlanta. For sure, yeah. for sure. Um, I've been knowing them for a very long time. Um, and uh, first, first got to know them, honestly, as fans. Right. I was a fan of them before I knew them personally. Likewise. Mm, I that was, was in reverse. Look, listen, I was I was like, I I, I heard them perform um, together. And then late, later on, I started to hear them individually, but I heard them together. And I was like, OK, wherever these people are, I need to be. Whatever they got going on, I need to hear it. I would download whatever, buy whatever, come to whatever show they was doing. And between us having mutual friends, we started to collaborate, you know, and they they started to appreciate my art. I continued to appreciate their art. And then from there, uh, we just started to collaborate, you know, and, you know, me being on songs with them and then them coming on my project um, for sure was, an, it was a significant sound to my Afro-Lanica sound. So if you ever heard my Afro-Lanica album, um, P's like all over it. <laughs> Just, I don't even know how many tracks. Yeah, I, I probably should have put it. It probably should be Afro Lanica, John and Petey for real because it was he was just all over it. Man, he was a significant contributor to that. And then I think out of that, we actually formed more of a friendship. Yeah. So now you know I consider them family. You know we've we share moments together. Oh, there it is. 
Exclusive. She, from, exclusive. You guys, you guys saw it first. Exclusive oh. from Akira Janai. On Street Academy Podcast. It's an exclusive. We got the baby here. First time. First interview with the baby. Akira, Akira Janai. Uh-huh. Akira Janai. So <laughs> y'all gonna see Akira Janai. She has now made her appearance. What's up? Say something to the people. There it is. There it is right there. So we already know she's gonna be a vocalizationist as well. Um, but yeah, I, I, we, we definitely, you know, shared so many great moments. They were there around the time I had my first kid. I was there around the time they had their first kid and we just been family ever since. So without any further ado, I want y'all to show a Street Academy podcast love to Taja and PD, AKA House of Fly. Laugh track, clap track, clap track, clap track. <laughs> so continue to download, continue to stream so that we can get more clap tracks, stuff, studio audience, all that good stuff. Anyway, mm-hmm. we are here. How y'all doing? Uh, That's what's up, man. I see y'all doing the family thing. The baby is here. And that, listen, that's what it is. When 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 you got a kid, newborn. They gotta come with you. So and and uh this is this is real. I should like that outfit. It's is her that? um it's her Street Academy podcast. Ah, yes! Let's go! Let's go! Modern work here. Let's go! Work it! Work it! Street Academy podcast of uh, uh outfit. Yep. It says attack. The boss status. Let's go. You are a boss, my no, sister. Got all, that all that on there, man. Cool. Um, well, yo, I definitely want to start from the beginning with y'all, man, and just kind of I want y'all to kind of take us back individually, really, um, in terms of how y'all got into music. And I guess a first question would be give me your earliest one of your earliest significant moments. One of your earliest significant musical moments, like let's say your first, you know, maybe the first album you bought that kind of, you know, made you feel like, man, maybe I could do this. Or maybe the first concert you went to or something that happened early on in your history that is 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 a staple in terms of your musical history. You want to go first? Or? We got it. All right. Um, so is the mic picking up? Is good? Um, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so for me, um, I got my first like solo when mm-hmm. I was like four years old. Yeah. Um, but I didn't really know I could I could sing or get down until like one day we used to have daily worship with my grandmother. Um, she's who raised us. Mm-hmm. Um, me, my brother and sister. And in worship, we were singing a song. And I accidentally hit a run. Yeah. And I was like, I looked at everybody just to make sure like that really happened. Mm-hmm. Everybody was looking at me shocked. Mm-hmm. And I did it again. And from that moment, I was like, Yeah, this is this is what this is my one of my gifts. Yeah. This is this is definitely something that I want to do with my yeah. life. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was that was pretty much mine. Was it was it like the was it like was it because you hit the run or was it the response that you got? Um, when you hit that one, like, oh, I can make people do this. Well, I, it was just the, the realization that I could do it. Oh, okay. You know, um, did you have other singers in your family that you was like, 
Yeah, so my that you pretty much too? a good portion of my family sings. Okay. Um, I just didn't art. So aside from music, drawing first came to me. Mm. So I, I was really good at drawing, and I didn't realize the musical aspect. So when I when I did that, I hit that run, and I realized like, yo, I could do this too. Mm. Um, I was all music was always around me. So yeah. my uh, growing up, my dad listened to Bob Marley. That was like his favorite musical artist. Um, so um, I grew up listening to a lot of that. Um, when we transitioned from my um, from my parents to my grandparents, a lot of music got cut off because I grew up in a Adventist home, mm -hmm. and it was very strict. My grandparents was. Hymnals was it. Yeah. You know, at the cross, at the cross, when yeah, I first saw the light, that was it. Kurt Franklin was, 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 was evil. Yeah. Oh, Kurt Franklin was evil. Everything except for hymnals and uh, doo wop music was like. Oh, doo wop? Yeah. Talking about Frankie Lyman and the teenagers? Yeah. Uh, Why do things fall in love? Yeah. All of that was, all of that was gospel. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, everything else was, was crazy. So I had to transition from that to us having a piano in the house. Mm. And because me, we couldn't listen to a lot of music um, that kind of sparked uh, writing and playing. So yeah. me, me, my brother um, and sister played piano. Mm. And from that, since we couldn't listen to a lot of music, we just sit, sat down and we wrote a lot. Oh. So- um, And you was writing like R&B or like gospel? Or... Yeah, it, it was, it was, it was so, yeah, it was okay. it was more um again if we was if <laughs> we couldn't listen to it so we couldn't sing it. So yeah. a lot of stuff we was coming up with like crazy uh doo wop joints. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh but yeah, that was that was pretty much it. Okay. Because uh we played played and, and wrote our own songs. Yeah. What really came to us, how we was feeling at the time. Gotcha. Uh, which kind of really just sparked Kind of like the music that I that we make now mm, um, mm, is really just our life, mm, you know. That mm, I I only know how to write what's real mm, and what I've been through. So, mm, um, and that was all sparked from back then. It it kind, it kind of reminds me of of Jamie Foxx's story because he talks about that in his interviews. Like he he was raised by his grandmother and he was only allowed to listen to like gospel or. Or the mu or play gospel or the music you can from get a Brady Bunch yeah the Brady Bunch yeah so he got all stuff from TV so he would take stuff from the you know y'all saw the joke the, the yeah, stuff yeah, from yeah. the TV and and jazz it up mm -hmm. and make it sound R and B it up or whatever yeah. for the ladies and so it kind of sounds like that's kind of you know what I'm saying yeah. you you, well, you know it is it's super similar yeah um, when you when you restrict it mm -hmm. you know and you able only able to do certain things um, you kind of make what you can do, you. Wow. You know? Yeah. I think that's black. I think that's black folks. That's black. That, that's just what we've been doing for a long time. <laughs> like genetically ingrained in us. Right. To make right. something out of nothing. Make something out of nothing. It's like, like yeah. It's like all right. This is what I got. I'm gonna work with it. I'm gonna play with it, and then create something incredible. Mm -hmm. You know. Mm -hmm. So wow. Okay. So so tell me your first. Early on, if I was to be like, give me an artist that signifies 
Petey growing up. Like, listen to this person or listen to this song or set some songs or album. And this is, you kind of have a glimpse of, of who I was. Um, <laughs> Sam Cooke. Okay. Um, okay. Nat King Cole. Yeah. Um, Y'all don't know nothing about that Nat King. Well, the reason why. <laughs> Nat King Cole just had one of the craziest and purest tones. Water. Um, Water. It was very warm. And, mm. um, um, and Sam Cooke, what I liked about um, Sam Cooke is that to me, he was, he didn't have a genre. Like, mm -hmm. Just because he maybe was in soul or R&B at the time, he talked about spiritual things. Right. He talked, you know, he wasn't stuck to like singing about art. Right, I gotta have make sex songs. Right. You know, his his what he talked about was why, mm. and I think if anything, he resembled or I resembled um, gotcha. him a lot in. Um, and like your content. Yeah, 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 yeah. content wise, you know, yeah. I speak on political, spiritual, mm -hmm. social, mm -hmm. you know, kind of um, things. Gotcha. So, and that, that stems back from, you know, from the music that I was brought up on. Yeah, yeah. You know, that came out of that era. Gotcha. You know. Okay, okay. All right, so switching over to Tyson. So first of all, tell us where y'all from. I ain't even, I, we didn't put that out there. So where, where are y'all from? Where's this music? I'm from the exciting big giant city of Toledo, Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> Toledo, Ohio. A lot of great talent has come out of Toledo, Ohio. Such a big big Don't city. Sleep. So Toledo big city. Is, is, is a great city. Don't play. Um, and I'm um, I'm from Cleveland. Cleveland, Cleveland, Ohio. So Cleveland and Toledo representing Ohio. We here. Um, Tizer, talk talk to us. Like where where did what? Give us the origin story. Okay, so this kind of happened on accident okay. because I didn't really identify as, an, like, not as a music artist yeah. um, or a musician. I was actually really shy, and mm. I actually would tell people I'm never performing in front of anyone, ever, mm. not doing it. Mm. Uh, I wasn't actually sure I could sing. Music's just always kind of been around me. Mm. Um, my parents, my mom was a singer. My grandmother was a minister and singer. My mm. dad, you know, played trumpet, and he sang. Um, you know, I'm just, I had several family members. So music was just always around me. Right. Um, it was almost required for me to, you know, always had to go to choir, you know. Um, right. My grandma, before she would preach, even when we was two, she's like, okay, you're going to learn this song, mm -hmm. you know. Um, so I kind of like fell into it in a way. Like I didn't really identify as an artist at first. Like I would, but I was always singing stuff like, I remember in preschool, there was this girl that got on my nerves and she would always be super bratty and she'd go, I'm not your friend. So I actually wrote my first song and at three years old, inspired by her. And it was called, I'm not your best friend. <laughs> Do you still remember? Yes. I like this. I'm not your best friend. I'm not your best friend. I'm not your best friend. Oh, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like and I didn't, you know, I didn't connect it to, oh, you're a songwriter. Right. You know, it took a while. Like, and then you know, I was always kind of like 
humor is my way of coping. It's my way of being. I just mm-hmm. like humor. So mm-hmm. a lot of times me and my friends would take songs and make parodies. Like mm-hmm. I would just do parodies all of my childhood. Mm-hmm. So that's a lot of my singing came from that, like mm-hmm. parodies or making fun of things or finding humor in things. That's usually where, and then I, in my head, like I would hear jazz music. Like my dad would take us on vacation sometimes. And he would always play this jazz and I'd be like, there's no words. So I was like, well, since there's no words, yeah. I guess I'll make some in my head, but yeah. I was never, you know. <laughs> you know you know what's crazy is that's how I got started in hip hop because I would I would listen and I would write down Biggie lyrics, Pond lyrics, DMX mm-hmm. lyrics, all these outcasts. But I was like, man, I want to do this myself, but I had no way to get instrumentals. And I couldn't afford to, to get all the instruments I wanted from the store. So I would turn to the jazz station and I would record, like if I heard something in like the first 10 seconds that I like, I would record it. You know, when you press record and, and play at the same time, y'all remember you put the tape over the tape. That's y'all, super y'all, creative. Yeah, you put the tape over the tape, press record and play. I would record a jazz song off the jazz station, then go back. And then that's how I wrote my first raps. So wow. I, my mom was very similar to yours. I never shared any of those songs. So they were just kind of to myself. Like I said, I didn't identify as an artist. So like in high school, um, my grandma kind of heard my voice and was like, wait, you can sing mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. So she started making me sing. So this was high school? Yeah, this, this was high okay. school. And like okay. I said, I was very shy. And in high school, I kind of decided that I wasn't going to let fear get in the way of opportunities anymore. Oh. So... Um, me and PD, one of our mantras is if fear is the only thing that's holding you back, do it scared. Mm-hmm. So most of my high school, <laughs> most of my Y'all high school get that down. <laughs> doing it scared, you know. Um, so I took on solos and that type. Like my grandma kind of was like, okay, you're gonna be for my son. This episode, do it scared. That's it. That's, oh, that's yeah. it. Okay. That's man. been. My entire, cause I, I let my shyness get in the way of so many opportunities, you know, that I was like, I'm tired of, you know, I'm like, people gonna think what they gonna think anyway. Mm. Why is it that I'm holding myself back because I'm worried about them right. when they've already decided how they're gonna feel. That's right. So I might as well live my best life, right? Mm. So that's how you got the carefree, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, no cares given Tasha, y'all love no today. Right, 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 right. Um, so I just decided I was gonna do me. And mm. you know, like I said, still finding my way as an artist, still like not necessarily identifying as that. I actually chose dance first. I was more oh. of a dancer. Okay. Um, so I did I was involved in like dance team and those type of things, and I actually came out of my shell with dance first. You know, I did praise dance. Um and then I realized my voice did a little something because my grandma kept making me sing. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace, Nani. I yeah, love you so much. I miss you so much. We just lost her last year. Oh, wow. Condolences. Um, and she went out worshiping. It's beautiful. Wow. Um, Shout out to grandma, man. For sure. So she was like, my granddaughter could sing a little bit. And it was a song called I Got My Mind Made Grandma's Up. Grandma's always saying a little bit. <laughs> She's like, come She's on, sing. Come on, sing. Mind made up for granny. <laughs> she made me sing that daggone song yeah. for every sermon, my yeah. whole 14-year-old life. <laughs> and then, you know, I moved to a town, Delaware, Ohio, when mm. I was in high school. And I had two friends that really liked to sing. One mm. singing professionally now. One kind of, she kind of went off the grid. I really mm. haven't seen her in a while. But mm. one, she's still singing 
you know, for a living professionally. Yeah. And they're kind of like, hey, you know, I like your voice. So they kind of invited me to do the talent show. This is yeah. the talent show with us. So, you know, we did the matching shirts, Destiny's yeah. Child. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I kind of was like, okay, you know, music, yeah. whatever, you yeah. know. Um, still not necessarily identifying as a singer, mm. but I, I've always done choir. I've always mm. done, and then my choir teachers kind of noticed my senior year, I went to a new school mm. and they were like, you should be a soloist. Mm. You should consider solos. Mm. You have a very strong, rich tone. Mm. And then they told me about a competition. So I'm in the small town of Marion, Ohio. Mm. It's small, like literally there's, there's one high school. There's, mm. So small town. Um, and they had a competition, you know, American Idol was just at its full popularity back then. So they had, they were raising money for Big Brothers, Big Sisters at a competition called Shining Stars. So it was like our little American Idol. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which was really cute. It had a red carpet for us, yeah. everything. And then the prize for us was scholarship money. And then the other money was raised to help the Big Brothers, Big Sisters organization. So I was like, well, here it is. You know, I'm like, if I audition for this and I make it, that means I can sing. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't get rejected because a year before that, I had tried out. I was actually at a, another school. It's pretty racist, actually. That's a whole nother podcast. Yeah. But they literally cast everyone on the talent show but me. Wow. Literally everyone but me. So I was very insecure with my voice. Oh. Um. And I found out later it was on some racist stuff, but we mm. we gonna go. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, so I was like, if I make this, I'm gonna, then that means I can sing, right? Yeah. So I ended up not only making the audition, but I ended up being a finalist in the competition, and I was invited to just start singing everywhere. Wow. So I was invited to sing for like car shows, art shows. I was invited to a beauty pageant, not a pageant girl at all, but it was fun, you know. <sighs> and I realized I'm like, you know, I really enjoy performing. Mm. Um, so that was right before college. So when I got into college, you know, I started once again, joined the choir. Teacher was like, you need to be a soloist, mm. singing solos. And then the drummer in the choir happened to be like, yo, I love your voice. I love your style. We're trying to start a band. You mm. want to be in my band? Mm. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we started a little like rock band. It was like a rock and soul kind of collab called Soul Tech. <laughs> Let's go. And I just kind of fell in the music that way. And wow. Um, I was, you know, writing my own music and that type of thing. And then I got into recording because they had a talent contest mm. at Kent State. And I did this Chrisette Michelle song. And everybody's like, whoa. Mm -hmm. You know. So that's when I realized, I'm like, oh, maybe I could, you know, be an artist. So yeah. I started recording my own music and writing my own music yeah. um, and just trying to find my sound. And it just took off from there. And I actually met him mm. at another talent showcase that I didn't even want to Wait, so so you were at, you were at the same, y'all went to the same college? We did not. Like, okay. he just happened to be one of the, oh. it was crazy. Yeah, like how we met, like we met on accident through music, just mm. being at a show that we didn't even, we barely made it to the show, mm. actually. Mm. So that that's another story in itself. Okay, I'm going to get to that in a second, because I do want to get to, all right, of, of course, you know, the apex, the love story, how y'all met, falling in love through music and all that. We don't get to all that. But before we get there, same question that I have for Petey for you, give me that person, that song or songs, the people, the album that kind of 
gives people like just a glimpse of Tasha and okay. Tasha's talent. This is gonna sound all over the damn place. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have one person. That's fine. That's cool. I have several people, and okay. they don't have anything to do with each other. Hey, so. listen. <laughs> and if you know Tasha, that makes perfect sense. <laughs> if you if you know her, it makes perfect sense. Talk to the people. Tell them. So, of course, like. One of the things is I love girl groups. Like I have a guilty pleasure for I wouldn't girl have thought groups. about that. I did not know that. I love girl groups. So like TLC was my favorite. Left Eye was just like, she's my person. Yeah. I feel like yeah. I am Left Eye and Left Eye is me. The more Let's I go, go Lisa her, Lopez. The more I'm like, RIP. Wow. Yeah. TLC yeah. was my absolute favorite growing up. Um, I love Destiny's Child. Yeah. I loved um, Spice Girls. He yeah. And like, had their everything. No, all yeah. this, I still know all their choreography. Yeah. Like, love girl groups, you know, but I also really love, like, I love rock and roll. Like, I mm. love the sound of the guitar. Um, I love Michael Jackson a lot because mm. he just had such diverse sound and mm. fun. Like, mm. You know, Madonna, huge mm. Madonna fan. Because <laughs> they were just like, they were fun and they, you know, were talented yeah. and their music just encompassed a bunch of different. Yeah. You know? You said Spice Girls? I love Spice Girls. Yeah. yeah, their, yeah. Their music, their, and their lyrics is very simplistic. Right. But I was nine, so what yeah. more did I need to sing about? You, know? <laughs> you wanna right. be my lover? <laughs> That's good enough for me at nine. Like, I'm like yeah, I gotta be with my friends. <laughs> Except for that one friend that you was like, y'all, we ain't friends no more. Mm -hmm. From the first song, mm -hmm. right? Nah, we ain't messing with her. But before you had to get with her. <laughs> before we stopped being before, friends. Before we stopped. I'm not your best friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to, I think her name was Brittany. Brittany. Shout out to you, Brittany. Brittany. I hope you're doing okay. I, I hope you're doing okay, but you see she done leveled up. She don't need you no more, Brittany. Yeah, yeah. You hear that? Go download the album, and you got to pay <laughs> for that and the live show. I would yeah. love to see her now. I don't even know if we realize it. <laughs> Y'all might be cool now. Shout out to Brittany at Apple Tree Daycare. <laughs> Wherever you at, you inspire me. <laughs> so, you talked a little bit about your individual experiences in terms of music and art. Um, how did this collaboration come together how did y'all meet how how did your artistry come together like si similar to, to to me and you all were y'all fans of each other first or did you did y'all see each other and was like oh she cute oh he cute and then y'all y'all went out on dates and then found out y'all did music like how did how did how did this come together um, we love telling this story. <laughs> oh, work. oh, it's going to get gushy in this moment. It's going to get gushy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Music is really what brought us together. And then music is what, you know, molding us as well. Like, oh, it kind man. of, it, music is what made us happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we yeah. were birthed from music and music was birthed from us. Yeah. Mm. Well. So um, she saw me first. Okay. I was uh, I was doing my sound check, and it was artists go to sound check. You see what happened? Yeah, yeah. When you make your sound and check. it was, I was late for sound check. 
So if you're trying to find your husband, you can be like five minutes late because when you walk in, you'll see him doing something. <laughs> yeah. So I had a good reason to be late, though. I'll get, I'll get some. And her being late kind of helped me out too. Okay. Okay. So let me set it up. So I'm on stage. I got the lights beaming down on me. Yeah. You know, I had a fresh cut and everything. Fresh so cut. time is everything. Like right soon as soon as soon as um I was on stage, she comes in. And she sees me up there just glowed up. And she's, she's telling a friend of mine um, who was also in the talent show um, that I'm her future husband or something like that. Mm. Um, when she tells her side, she'll, she'll, you know, so I'm, I'm doing my thing on the, on the piano. And, and the crazy thing is I wasn't set up to win. They had like this kid's, this is a college. Uh -huh. So they had this janky Love little see something so different. Casio, <laughs> <laughs> like that that first yeah. keyboard that your parents get you. They had know. that. So I'm yeah. in there, no foot pedal, nothing. Wow, I was I'm making it that. work. Let's be I'm clear, making the it work. setup was not. Yeah. Was not a professional. <laughs> so I'm in there making And this it was work. something just in the city. This wasn't a college. No, no this, this is a college. That, college. Oh, this I don't college. Know. Again, I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I didn't go to this school. Okay. So you didn't go here. No, I'm, um, I'm going to go see the Mean Girls. It was. It was like. Th it was mm -hmm. like 30, 35 minutes out from where I stayed. Okay. Um, how I even was there was a friend of mine had a friend that went to that school, and I was in a like a small choir or something like that, like a small little group. And they were supposed to go there. And I guess like right before they found out that it was a competition and they was like, oh, we're not about to do no competition. Yeah. So I was like, well, we kind of told this dude that we was going to do it. And I was like, you know what? I'll just go in your place. So I get there and I was just thinking that I was just about to do this thing and go. Yeah. You know, I my friend had stuck his neck out there and I was like, well, I'm not about to let him get his head chopped off or, you know, break a relationship. So um, I, it's one of the best decisions I ever made. Because That's how you feel. Yeah, oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh, so I actually was not going to go. You was not gonna I was go not going to go to the show. So I, I found out about the show on accident. My friend Caleb, shout out to Caleb. He was like, let's try for this gospel show right fast. I was like, but I'm not really, I didn't, I never had the desire to be a gospel artist um, because I just know that they come with a lot of scrutiny and judgment if you don't meet this exact criteria of gospel art. I didn't want to be limited to that. Even though I wanted my music to always exemplify my lifestyle, I never wanted to be called a gospel artist Even at the time. Even though you grew up singing in church? Yeah. Okay. okay. Like, I was just like, I don't want to be a gospel artist because yeah. I don't want to be scrutinized if I happen to sing a love song one time. Oh, okay, gotcha. You know, like, and it was, you know, sometimes that world can be really harsh, um, which brings me to, like, I was going through a really, like, crazy time I had just gotten into a really bad car wreck like my car got totaled by a semi truck mm. and I was just glad to be alive I was so shook up that I was just didn't want to go nowhere I wanted to sit in the house watch mm -hmm. movies I had just written a new song and it was the first song that I wrote that was intentionally like it was about God mm -hmm. I don't know if it it was a kind of a neo soul kind of song mm -hmm. um and it was called spiritual journey and I, I had got the confidence to sing this new song mm -hmm. <laughs> 
And I wasn't going to go because, you know, I just didn't have the desire to be around people yeah. that day. But God was like, yo, Taj, you just broke this song. You better pick up your guitar and go to that show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I had somebody give me a ride. Shout out to Gabby. <laughs> all these people. It was you. so many people who I like, got, to, you know, to give me a ride to where I needed to go. And I just happened to walk in and something overcame my spirit, like this mm-hmm. joy just overcame me. And then I kind of like, I saw him uh, warming up. Uh, talk about it. And like, <laughs> speak on it, my The sister. minute I got backstage, you know, I have this like ritual where I always like, I dress bummy before a show. Like I used to, I don't do it anymore, but I used to not reveal the outfit that I was going to wear until it was time to sing. Oh, okay. Because it relaxed me, like I would just wear like sweats. I had like a sweatpants with a stain on it, like it was just real chill. Tar straps in my back. Walk backstage, and I saw this classic looking dude. He kind of reminded me of Seventeen again. You know, like the black version, not like the Zac Efron stolen. Uh, yeah, the, yeah. the black version with Tia and Tamara. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He kind of reminded me of like when the grandpa turned young. And how fine he was. <laughs> but yeah, so I was like, it was like love at first sight. And I was like, God, I don't know what it is about this man. Like it was like our souls connected. We hadn't even spoken yet. And I was like, but I said this literal prayer, y'all. Like, I ain't lying. Like, pray for what you want, guys. Cause you know, it works out. <laughs> I was like, dear God, if this is not my husband, please send me an exact carbon copy in Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs> Forget Sierra's prayer. We got we got to pray Taj's prayer. You understand what I'm saying? Because I'm like I don't don't even know what made me want him. Like like, we had not we had not started talking yet. Like and we were the only two that did original. Well, no, it was a couple of other people who did original songs, but um, we just instantly connected. You know, he reached out to shake my hand. I gave him a hug because that's what I do. Uh, I'm friendly. Uh, <laughs> I actually wasn't flirting at the time. But I just like, it was something in me that was like, that man's my husband. It was love at first sight. Somebody even told me he had a girlfriend. And I didn't care. Oh, and that man. is not my character. That I was is, like, that, that, you know, that's go for what you want. It's like, you know, he got a girlfriend, right? I was like, anyway, I'm about to go hear my husband sing <laughs> And I wasn't the only one looking. Like other girls was looking too. For sure. At true, him. True. You know, it was like, oh, look at him. He sound like Wait, and we call ad libs. I don't know if y'all hearing them, but the ad libs is killing me it's, right now. It's killing me. <laughs> Go ahead, Tony. And we were all making jokes about him because mm-hmm. they put up, they put his name on as Ron Evans. And it rhymed with John Legend. So we said that's John Legend cousin. But like we, you know, I was like, so we met, we usually, I usually I go and watch the other artists after I'm done performing, uh, but instead we just spent the entire time backstage talking. Who you were here? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And okay. just connecting like, oh, I do music. I do music. Want to hear my music? Want to hear my music? Yeah. So we exchanged numbers so that we could work on music together. You know, that's why true, we true. exchanged numbers. We knew we both would work, but we, we did, you know, but it was an excuse to give each other our number. Yep, yep, yep. And I didn't know what was going to be coming because you know artists connect at shows all the time. Like, yeah, we go meet up, and you yeah, know they never do. You know right, how that goes. Right, right. So I didn't know if it was going to be one of those times, but we ended up. You know, he called me. I was going to say, so who was the first? I called him first, but he was at church, I think. And then he called me back at Aspartasia. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> 
But it's okay yeah. because he was in my phone as the John Legend guy. Yeah. <laughs> so you didn't know his I know his name. You know what? No, that's artists though. Artists will talk yeah. for hours and hours and hours. What's we don't your know name again? What's your name again? Because that's not even the most. At least he was close. I had him in my phone as the John Legend guy. So, so it's T A J A. So right. that could that could be a hard A or a soft A. Yeah, that's true. So that's I like just I just name. shot my shot. I threw it out. And I, I, hey, what up, Tanya? I didn't care. I was happy yeah. he called. <laughs> And I yes. actually, See, some, some of the sisters would have been like, he ain't even remember my number. I would have talked to him and missed out on your husband. I care. It's like, that ain't, that ain't even matter. This is a good guy. He just, you know. He, he a real one. He a real one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, <laughs> we talked for eight hours on the phone. Eight hours. Eight oh literal goodness. hours. Yeah. Wow. And you know, normally a conversation that long things normally go left, but right. it never did. Like, it was, it was just this deep spiritual connection that we had. And so I was just like, you know what? If we never talk again, I just thank you for this one conversation. I was like, thank you for like, letting Listen, me know wait a minute. Now, don't that someone good. gets me. <laughs> and he was like, oh, we'll be that's talking a, again. That's, that's a word. Yeah. I ain't, look, I'm good. I'm just, I don't know, man. Ooh, that's a word. Mm. If, if we never talk, look. You might need to write that down for a song. Put that in the mm-hmm. in a, you know that's good. If, if we never talk again, thank you for this conversation. Yeah, thank you for this moment. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and how old was you? I'm gonna write this now. Thank you. Uh, was I was 21. 21. Yeah, 21. How old were you? I was just turned 20. What am I? Three and a half years older than you. So yeah, like 24. 24. Wow. Ooh, that's a word. That is a word. Okay, so okay, so y'all seeing each other, y'all connecting. You, well, actually, you connect physically because you saw him and you thought he was cute, and you was like, "Oh, okay." It wasn't even just that because there was uh, there was other cute people there. It like was, he just his aura. But it the was, level, the it levels, was a, it was the a levels spiritual was connection. Like <laughs> you know, the levels was different. Let's talk about it. It was like it, we. It was like it was like my soul connected to his soul, and I know that sounds like I'm trying to be too mm-hmm. deep. But that's really what that's it was. Really like was. it was really love at first sight for me, and I've never wow. experienced that before. Wow. Like it was crazy. And and and. and Vice versa. We broke all the rules. Um, I said at, I love you in a week. We kissed on the first date. Like, yeah, you like when, when, when. So everything not previous, to previous to that day, mm-hmm. um, I was listening heavily to like Lauren Hill, who is actually my favorite artist. Mm. Out of all, out of all of them, just my as artists of all time. Okay, just gotcha. braveness. Yes, and just. Yes. Um, just truly being herself is like, um, oh man, fearless. Uh, I, I made a promise to myself that any any music that I put out, I want it to affect people like how her albums, uh, particularly the Unplugged album, um, affected yeah, so <laughs> um, how it touched me. I want that same energy in exchange mm-hmm. um, through music. Um, so I was listening heavily to her uh-huh. and, um, before Taja, I guess my type was very polished, clean, the model type. Of Taja. Um, <laughs> after, after Lauren Hill kind of liberated me from, get right now. from that and got me into the, you know, the froze and all type yeah. of stuff like that. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna rewind she, look, as soon as she walked in, she had the fro, yeah. um, she had the, uh, I, she she 
See, girls don't understand the power of sweat. Huh? Come listen, on now, listen. You sweat? It don't matter. Sweat. Look, it don't matter. But if you know how to, look, and she had that, she had that, she had that. I don't even know that I knew that. how to wear those. They just yeah, she had that thing they out there, right? And I was there for like know, a beautiful woman. Like, I mean, it's yeah, yeah. You could dress up in the in the fly sundress, and yeah, 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 yeah. the Balenciagas, all that, and be. But if you could look good in some, these were Walmart yeah. sweatpants and the bleach stain on. And, and, and <laughs> no, I wasn't even. I think yeah. we were paint stain on because <laughs> I was painting with the kids. But, 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 if, but if it's something about you in that, oh man. <laughs> Oh, I must yeah. have been real pretty. Ooh, the, the, the the aura was 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 on point. Yeah, Just so connected. when I saw her, I was like, she gave me that vibe. She uh, so you can appreciate this. You know, um, the chick that's always on the Outcast albums, Peaches. She reminded me of her. Really? I'm getting James thrown around like Lauren had, Hill and Peaches. Yeah. I feel all good so, about so it. So when I was telling my cousin about her, the only thing that I could like really like uh, convey to him, like, man, the chick from Outkast, that should give me that energy. <laughs> yeah, You know, yeah, I was yeah. like, um, she was very earthy and, yeah. you know, I was just like, man, I'm a person, I go after what I want. And what and what and what year is this to kind of give give give? Um, what year? What year was? What, 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 I'm bad with time. Cause it's like what, when we met. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. When, yeah. When this, this was, was 2009. 2009. Yeah, 2009. Oh man, that's a that's a good year. That's a good year in terms of like. Well, that's interesting because the sound in music around 2009 is like we're coming out of the T Pain era. We're coming out of we're going into the Drake era. This is mm -hmm. the height of Lil Wayne. Mm -hmm. This is, mm -hmm. and so the soul music is not really as popular at this time. Well, until you get to maybe like, like your Robert Glasper era, like that whole yeah. time. <laughs> you got Robert Glasper, you got King, you got all them coming out late two thousands, early two thousand ten. Yep. So, so again, I wasn't. I, I was, was never. I was scary. never heavy in like super. The trend of right. the music again from from living with my grandmother, I was already like you know, and I and I had to like finagle like people like music soul child like see he talking about love grandma, <laughs> <laughs> and it's crazy because like not only like the church was also looking at us a little funny at first because mm. our music was very at the time mm. very different mm. you know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so okay. Y'all get together, all right? Y'all meet, y'all link up, y'all say, you know what? This is who I want to be with. This is the man, um, John Legend and Tasha. Okay, cool. So, <laughs> right, here it is. Y'all meet, y'all date. How long before y'all decide, you know what? This is, this is my lifetime partner. We just kind of never stopped talking to each other after that day. Okay, okay. <laughs> So then, so then, so then what? Like, so then after that, maybe like a year or two, y'all decided to get married or? So we got married. We got married in 2012. 2012, So we were, okay. we were together uh, for two three and years. Half. For about two, years. Years. two and a half two years and before half. we actually like said I do, but okay. we kind of already knew. Okay. Cause like, did we even actually do a real like, he never asked me to be his girlfriend and he never asked me to marry him. We just <laughs> 
one day was just at an altar. We were literally driving to a rehearsal. And we was like, you know what? I mean, what's stopping us at this point? I mean, we're ready. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Um, what, what, what's some good weekends? <laughs> well, what's good for you? Because I know this weekend I'm supposed to be cutting the yard. Well, we should do a long weekend, you know, so everybody has like that extra yeah. day. <laughs> it was, it was, it was, it was, just got to ask. Yeah, it was that's so it, dope. <laughs> it was, it was amazing. It was such a flow. Yeah, the whole relationship. It was, it, was yeah. it, it felt so effortless. Yeah. Um, and even still, it feels very, Would you very effortless. Ended yeah. up together. Like, even like <laughs> telling people like he was my boyfriend or should I, I was, you know, we were at, we were, I think we were at a family event of yours and he was like, this is my girlfriend. And you Kaja. Like, like, she ain't saying like, no, so I'm like, I was like, it's been me and you for about... <laughs> Six months of whatever the time frame was. I ain't been talking to nobody else. Here we go. Yeah, I love to see it. So, 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 so y'all dating. It's coming into the, it's, you know, y'all say, you know what? Uh, we on our way to the store, but let's get married first. Okay, cool. So y'all mm-hmm. go, y'all get married. Um, and now y'all are starting this family. What makes you, because now, I'm thinking to myself, as I'm seeing y'all, I'm like Peaches and Herb, Marvin Gaye and Tammy Terrell. You know what I'm saying? Rick but James we- and, nah. Oh, Rick James, <laughs> Rick James and Tina Marie. That um, was toxic. <laughs> she got some good music. She got some good music out of it, but I that mean, was toxic as hell. I can see you know. Yeah, true, true. It ain't no I can see going on over here. They made hits. But yep. it ain't no hits. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. Sometimes in the studio, he get a little tough. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But like, it's it's a it's a you know we don't have that version of that now. We don't have the the hip hop or the soul or neo soul or trap version of what that was. So, talk to me about you all's connection in terms of being a couple and artists you have albums out you've you you performed with each other for so long um you've recorded with each other what is that dynamic like and how do you maintain your artist because as an artist you got to be unique you you know you're creative you have these ideas i know sometimes i could be very um, you know, controlling of my mm-hmm. art and what mm-hmm. I create and I wanted to sound like this and I wanted to be like this and and so as an artist how do you do that with your art how do you create with each other but still also maintain your relationship how do y'all balance that well um, so when we first did this or when we first met our intentions was never really like a group thing. Mm. Um, so when y'all got married, y'all never said y'all wanted to be in a group. I was, I was in a, I was in a totally different group. I was in a group of eight guys called Square, mm. um, and um, we had a painter, we had two rappers. Um, it was me and another guy was a uh, singers, mm. and then we had a band, mm. and. After a while, I 
being on the road with dudes. Yeah. Um, these are my brothers to this day. Um, uh, just being on the road with guys, different guys are at different places. Wow. You know, I was I was like the first dude out of the group. To, when I met them, I was already in a committed relationship. So imagine we going and doing a college show and it's chicks like trying to get into a room. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You know, and I'm the guy like, nah, you know, I'm cool. Mm -hmm. And the other guy's like, man, come on, bro. <laughs> I'm like, nah, you know, I, I'm I'm happy with, you know, yeah, my situation. I mean, look at it. No, I'm yeah. kidding. I mean, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm just saying, <laughs> and don't they look beautiful? If y'all listening to this on Spotify, you need to go to the YouTube and go ahead so y'all can see what it is. A beautiful couple made a beautiful child. Mm -hmm. It's just mm -hmm. a beautiful situation. And they made beautiful music. We're going to talk about that in a second, too. Yeah, so... um. Um, being a, it, it got to a point to where everybody had started kind of making their own different moves. Right. Um, we had did a play, um, which was an utter disaster. But it's the thing that kind of made us kind of yeah. Um, so we was like, all right, you and the guys did a play. No, me and Taja. Oh, you and Taja did. But well, there was one play that was decent, and then it was another one that was like, "Why?" Are we no, there? that play was good, but that was that was after. Oh yeah, that was after mm, um, okay. other play. Yeah. Um, so we did. We was like, "All right, let's let's kind of let's kind of let's kind of uh, come together and do this play." Right. So we did that. So we don't put those heavy restrictions on ourselves. So Taja may have an idea for a song, and. I flow with it. So we just kind of support each other's music? Whatever it needs. She may be like, I already got two verses. And I'm like, all right, well, I'll just come behind you and add right. flavor. Right. Or um, I may be like, uh, Tasha, I got a verse. Um, I, you you put a verse. Mm -hmm. You know, so um, like point you, example. Uh, Beautiful Dreamers. Beautiful Dreamers. Like, I decided I wanted to try rapping. Like, that was mm -hmm. like, I wanted to try it. And she killed it. It was perfect. <laughs> but okay, but 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 watch this though. What if what if she says, you know what, I want to try rapping? And you're like, all right, boo, go ahead. And and beautiful dream, is this the song you want? This is the song you want for your album, whatever, whatever. And she tries it. And so you're like, all right, cool. And then you go back and listen to it and you like, and I ain't really feeling this. Job. Oh, he'll tell me. Oh, I'm honest. He'll just tell me. He'll I'm tell honest. me right in the really? he'll tell me in the middle of my verse. I don't like that. Yeah, I I'm, I'm yeah, yeah. I'm one of those people. He's not. He's not at all because because he's I'm gonna protect very him. Very particular. Got you. Like, like, I don't want my, you to put even this if it's even if he's not. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I, no, no. Go ahead. Even if he's not on the song, like if it's my song and notes aren't right, you don't tell me. Yeah, sometimes you gotta kick me out of the studio. Yeah, I, there's times <laughs> I have to kick him. I'm like, bro, let me create. Like, I get it. Like, See, I'm I'm a stickler. So for notes. I'm yeah, like, no, this gotta be here. You know, yeah, and um, she's more like. Yeah, just, yeah, let it, yeah. just let it breathe. Yeah, just give it the, the feeling. Yeah. Sometimes I, I or just like let me figure it out. My right. And you know, it's a lot of trial and error. When you have two personalities working together, mm -hmm. you have two different personalities working together, it's always going to be, you know, clashing. It's, just, it's learning how to work with another person. And you know, sometimes it flows, sometimes it takes communication. Uh, sometimes you just you saw at each other because right. what it is working with other people. Right. You know, it's like any other partnership. Um, and then there's times where like we wrote the song high. What is it, baby? Well, so, what is it? See, I've got something to say. Let um, me tell you when I started music. Mm -hmm. So, you know, at the time when we wrote high, like we were just sitting in the living room 
and we just came up with a song together like mm-hmm. so you know it happens in different ways mm-hmm. and a lot of times it's literally just one of us coming up with a concept and the other person supporting it or literally both of us flowing with the same concept and the crazy thing is the songs that we write parallel each other mm-hmm. like every song that I have or he has like there's a parallel version there's a girl version or a Taj Unique version. Right. Kind of the like girl version. There's right. a Taj Unique version to every EP song. Gotcha. So the how, the Beautiful Dreamers album is really just songs that we kind of, there's songs that I led, that I wrote, and there's songs that he wrote, or songs that we help each other write. Right? So it's, it's literally, you know, what flows at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we, not, we don't have a set order to how we do things. So yeah. it's not like, oh, this is how the group is on every song. Right, no, right. sometimes I'm just in the background. Yeah. You know, and sometimes she is just in the background. Sometimes she rap. Sometimes I may rap. You know, it mm-hmm. just depends on how we feel in the moment with the song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so, and I think that's what helps us. Um, also that we're shooting for the same direction. You know, so I don't have to, it's not like I'm I'm not with a person who isn't going in the same um, trajectory as far as thought, mm-hmm. you know, um, we flow, we mm-hmm. flow like that. So, mm-hmm. um, so, so, so you all are talking about recording. I want to shift a little bit to live performance. Okay. How do you balance or is, the, the, I, I imagine your love relationship, your romantic relationship, your family relationship carries out in your performance. How, how, how does it, how is it reflected in that? Um, I think it's the same concept. Like mm-hmm. we kind of, you know, um, we just support each other in whatever mm-hmm. the show. So we, both of us, we are on the same page. So we pray before every set, mm-hmm. you know, just to make sure we're on one accord that we're on one accord with God. Cause you know, really, we both agree that before we wanted to sound good and look mm-hmm. good. Don't, don't get it twisted. Mm-hmm. Because that's groups. But that's like, idea. you know, we want to make sure that the main purpose is that people are touched. Mm-hmm. So we have different songs that we have, like we'll actually be talking like, hmm, this feels like a beautiful dreamers audience. Oh, okay. or, hmm, this feels like a this feels like a so in love audience. You know, mm-hmm. like we'll name, we'll look, we'll read the audience, like what's the Alice crowd, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and we'll kind of feel like, okay, this crowd needs this. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And we'll agree on that, and that's the set that we'll do. Gotcha. Um, and like I said, trial and error, because you know, there's there's concerts where we didn't agree on what the set should be. Mm. So we kind of had to learn how to trust each other and that instinct. Oh. So it was, you know, there was that adjustment period in the beginning, mm. trying to figure out what to do, but it wasn't, you know, after a while we're like, okay, we agreed that we'll give the crowd what they need. Gotcha. We'll match the audience, we'll match what they, mm. you know, we cook what they need to eat for dinner. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and going back to the, what she was talking about, trust. Um, I trust, even when I, I Taja was like, oh, I want to rap on this, and she don't really rap. Yeah. I trusted Taja's skill set. Got you. And a lot of times she trusts, she trusts my connection. Because mm. a lot of the shows, she she gives me that opportunity or that 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 position to lead. Mm. You know, she doesn't contradict 
because um, she can hold a show herself. Yeah, she yeah. yeah. She, she doesn't. She doesn't. She doesn't try to. There isn't an ego. Got oh, ego yeah. there in the sense to Y'all where we 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 we're battling yeah. like you know we both recognize that we're both. Um, Great artist, yeah, um, in our own right, and we respect each other. And going back to that rap verse, like I actually like I did it in the car ride. We were driving to Ohio or something, and I was like, "Can I rap it for you first and see if you like it?" So before we even touch the studio, yeah. (laughs) Do you like this verse? Do you like it? Because if you don't like it, if you don't like, we ain't gonna do it. Because that verse was actually gonna be a part of another song. Like I actually was gonna write a whole other song, and it right. would just it would have just been his own song right. if he didn't think it fit Beautiful Dreamers. But when I started hearing the lyrics of Beautiful Dreamers, I'm like, wait, this might fit. This actually fits your song. I don't need to finish this. I just need to put this verse in this song okay. if you like it. Yeah. Because honestly, if he had said no, like I'm like okay, but I would have respected his decision because there are certain songs that we view as. Like we have our group, but there are certain songs that are his babies, and there are certain songs that are my babies. Gotcha. And so we re- we give each other that respect, you know. And then there are certain songs that we both share. So we have his songs, my songs, and shared songs. Gotcha. So we have categories. So I think that the we the, because we have those categories, we have things that feel like ours, and we also it's kind of like when you have that separate account, you have that joint account. Listen. <laughs> I am a proponent. <laughs> we do that with our songs. Have, have your joint account, but then have your little side situation going on. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's, you know, it, we kind of do that with our songs. So I think because we have those songs that we feel belong to us individually, when we go to those collaborative songs, it doesn't feel like as much of a power struggle gotcha. because we have, you, you know, you that balance. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I love that. So, okay. So tell me something. Give me the 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 either the biggest or maybe the most i guess the argument or the conflict in terms of of music that or or your artistry that you all have ever had that also you overcame to help make y'all better as artists and as a couple what what's that one situation where it's like oh i remember when this happened I keep thinking of a funny story. Remember when we was recording Run to Me? <laughs> and we was fighting over whether or not I wanted to use that damn trash bag. <laughs> so I was trying to simulate running through, you know, uh, running through the grass. Okay. So I had this trash bag and I was like, and Peter's like, this is stupid. And I was like, I want to do a damn trash bag. It is not translating. It is not translating, Heidi. <laughs> trash bag i see the trash bag i hear it's a trash bag i was like get out <laughs> was like, I'm like, get, get out now get out yeah. Yeah. he's yeah. like boy i'm gonna say nothing don't say nothing get out no. but, <laughs> but it ended up being it ended, it ended up, up working you know working. But you know, it was one of the like. Y'all, sometimes... Now that she said that, when y'all hear the song, <laughs> it's like, 
They do sound like Brad. Let's 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 see who let's see who. Okay, right. so well, when you listen to Run to Me, now that you know, are you guys hearing a trash bag? Okay, so comment below. Yes. Look up House of Fly. Run to me, House and you guys vote. Yeah, House of Fly. Run to me. Leave it in the comments. Leave it in the comments if you hear a trash IG. bag or it sounds like grass. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Okay. We won't be mad, we promise. Like, yes. we're not going to take it personal. It's funny to us now. It, it's not going to lead into no marital dispute. We're not okay. going to divorce, we promise. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All it is is they just want to figure out who got the better ear. No, I love it, man. I love it. But, you know, so a lot of times it's just stupid stuff, like creative yeah. process stuff that's just stupid. Like, okay. it's not you, real. And you you got to give people room to show you. Mm. You know, a lot of times, so... And I understand this as just from my um, visual artist side. Like if I had a group of people standing behind me and this happened growing up and I'm drawing something, not everybody sees the vision. So you have to, you have to give, give people time to sh show it to you. Mm -hmm. You know, so I may be drawing something and the person be like, man, what is that? And I'm like, sit back, just wait, mm -hmm. you know, and being in the studio, it's the same thing. I, I can't, I'm not inside of her head. You know, I don't hear exactly what she hears. So I have to trust the process. Mm. You know, I have to allow her Ooh, to trust the process. I gotta, I have to, I have to, if I trust that she's a good artist, <coughs> I have to trust that what she's hearing inside of her head is going to actually be amazing. Mm. Even though I may not see it at the moment. Mm. You know, and it's the same thing, you know. Um, some people some people just have forward forward thinking. Yeah. And people just catch up to it. Ooh, Prince. Yeah. Three stacks. Yeah. You know what I'm but saying? I just appreciate Angela. the spite of him. Yeah. Not agreeing with me and me having to kick him out. That he still, you know, he still allowed me to do it. Like yeah. he still, like, he wasn't like, cut it. No, you know, he didn't like, I put my foot down. You know, right, right. he still let me try it. Right. Like, well, I mean, this is your song. Right. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Man. That's, it's, I mean, it's, it's so, what I'm starting to see now is there's so many ways in which if you can approach it right, a relationship, like a romantic relationship and an artist relationship overlap in so many ways. Mm -hmm. how, how, how do those inform each other? Like, how do you, what are ways in which you've learned from your artistry, artistic relationship that you can take into your romantic relationship? And what are some things that you've learned as a, as a couple, as a husband and wife, that you can say, oh, I can apply that to, you know, when we work together, or maybe even when I'm working with other artists. Yeah, so it's just really listening. You have to take the time to listen to each other. That's it. Uh, and you have to be humble, humble enough to, to, to know that, not everything that you think is right. This shows to where I was like, all right, this is set. And they're like, nah, you know, this, this, or she, she, she'll say, nah, you know, I think this song should go. And I'm like, all right, let's just do it. And because I wasn't in this arbitrary, I'm the leader type situation, it was actually what needed to be, um, what we needed to perform for that crowd. But I think part of being a good leader is knowing when to listen to 
your team. That's it. You know, like That's leadership it. isn't always calling the shots. It's not, you know, like people say there's a difference between being a boss and a leader. That's it. No, that's real talk. You know, mm-hmm. and um, I think that just over time in our marriage, he has created such a great balance. Like, you know, I mean, I'm old fashioned. I know some of y'all be, I'm number one. Y'all do, y'all can have that. Mm-hmm. I like, I like my husband to lead me. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if y'all don't like your husband to lead y'all in your marriage, I'm, you know, that's y'all. Like, I'm not, you know, looking down on every marriage. Every relationship has their own rules. Yeah. And y'all do what work for y'all, but as for House of Fly, <laughs> this is this is what works. This is how it works for House of Fly. Listen, and I, and, it, and it looks good. It is creating beautiful, you know, children, <laughs> talented children. I know Akira is going to be incredibly uh, talented when you know when she gets older. Tell me how parenting, how has that changed? you all's dynamic as artists obviously you know parenting you know and you could well definitely you can even talk about even as a couple but particularly as artists (laughs) how has being a father how has being a mother contributed to your artistry um it's made us better collaborators Mm. talk about Um, it you realize how dope of a team we are we have her yeah so um Knowing when to pick up the slack without her even have to tell him, you know, um, I'm seeing, I'm seeing Taja uh, is in school right now. Mm-hmm. So because of my skill set, I'm able to, I'm able to work for myself from home. So daytime, I'm with her. Mm-hmm. It's daddy daycare. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm working with her. Um, and when she gets home, I pass her off. Straight pass play. Mm-hmm. You know, or sometimes it's not like that. Sometimes Taji got homework, mm-hmm. trying to finish up school. Um, I'll stay with her longer, you know, and I'll kind of do my work um, uh, when she finishes up. But I think I think how to work work with each other is has been elevated. Yeah. Um, because of because of us having a having a kid, mm. you know. Mm. I'm even seeing it now, like even how y'all just picking up the baby, still answering questions. <laughs> Boom! If 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 Akira all in your face, and then Petey will get her, and then hold her, and then you'll answer the question and pass it back. So I'm even seeing it right now. Y'all probably even doing it on purpose, but it's yeah. just a. It's just a natural flow, man. That's that's fluid. It's fluid. It's just fluid. I love it. I love it, man. Um, so I guess as we as we wrap up uh um the episode, um what I guess to what what do you foresee in terms of you know I don't I don't even want to go there because we'll we'll do that when we go into like actual places they can find y'all and all of that. I guess if you were to talk to people, particularly artists that are starting to form a romantic relationship, we see it all the time, right? We see it with like, you might have artists who start dating each other and all of that and then break up or whatever. Um, How would you say a person might approach? Because because when we think about creatively, right? 
like actors and actresses when they play on TV shows and they end up dating. Because when you're an artist, you're vulnerable. You're in a vulnerable state at that time. You know, very passionate, very moving. And so it's natural for that to flow into with somebody else, right? Mm -hmm. And so that's why we often see musicians or, you know, um, artists or, you know, actors or actresses or whatever dating each other. But then it, it doesn't really last. So like I said, you don't see a peaches and herb, mm-hmm. you know, much. You don't see, you know, these couples, artists together. And it's interesting. Well, I guess that's kind of different. I was going to go into a sports analogy, but that's kind of different. But I guess what are some of the things that you would suggest in terms of being able to balance romance, marriage, family with artistry so that we could see that more? Because I think there's so much beauty that comes out of, people who like a kindred in the family so mm-hmm. i've missed them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they were so good and i thought it was something so unique and special about the music and i think it came from the fact that they were a family mm-hmm. so what are i guess some suggestions or some things you think would be dope to kind of put out there to people in terms of how to maintain that First of all, I'm going to say, give each other room to be human. Like, I mean, you are going to mess up sometimes. You are going to, you know, it's a lot of it is trial and error and figuring out how to mesh personalities. It's, it's really, you know, I think as we figured out our marriage, we figured out our music relationship because both of those things go hand in hand, you know, communicating, getting on one accord, um, giving each other room to even mess up a little. Like, I mean, I'm going to say the wrong thing sometimes. He's going to say the wrong things or do the wrong things sometimes. And we have to be okay with the fact that we're both learning each other. And that's going to be a little awkward sometimes, you know? So just, you know, finding that balance give yourself room for the trial and error try different things don't be stuck in your ways you know because you're gonna find different things you're gonna find that there's ways that you can work things out that you never would have thought of before if you didn't keep an open mind so you know there's more than one way to skin a cat as they say don't go skin a cat that's me but i think you in order for artists artist relationships to work is y'all have to kill the ego that's the that's the thing that kills that's the things that kills all the groups you know um if if you can respect and honor everybody as being everybody and seeing what they offer to this thing right you know taja taja offers something that I can't give mm. a feminine um, perspective. Yeah. She could talk. She could talk to women a way that I could never. And I could. I could write songs directed to women, but she has an intimate experience that I just don't have. Right. And if I could, if I could, most of the time, and how the industry and how just society pushes it, it's it's always a competition. Right. And if you could come to the realization that we're not at war with each other. You're on the same team. The we're same the same team. team. We're on the same We're against. Uh, Another mantra in our marriage. Mm-hmm. You know, um, war is for, for outside. Yeah. It's not it's not for within. That's it. My goal isn't to defeat you. My goal is to elevate you and push you to be the best version of yourself. Yeah. And you have conflict. It's not you and against me. It's you and me against the problem. Mm-hmm. And then most of the time, the conflicts are because of lack of understanding or 
um, proper communication. Communication, listening. Yeah. Yes. You know, because yeah. that's a huge part of communication. Mm -hmm. um, most people think that it's just, you know, you're talking. You know, part of it is the, the I think the most valuable part of it is taking the time to, to, listen. to listen. Listen and understand. Yeah, gain perspective. Okay, this is where these people, this is what she's actually saying versus what I think she's saying. Mm. You know, so what I, I feel. feel. Like. Yeah, 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 That's yeah. Um, and when you can X that out of the situation, I think that helps out, um, helps out the relationships, help, helps out the group, helps you bring out the best version of what you're trying to do. Yeah. The goal of why you all together. Yeah. Um, romantically and why y'all doing music together mm. and, and one one of the things i love that that uh taja said and then you kind of um talked about earlier or it was just like a one one word or two words no three words taja said earlier um the way we got together is just so, it was just so effortless and mm -hmm. you said and it still is mm -hmm. four words and i was like oh like that hit me is even even in the relationship even with the artistry and the art that you create and when you all will listen to it you can tell this this is just natural talent it although they've worked hard to be as successful as they are and to be as talented as they are it's not going to come off like that and the fact that your relationship is like that as well it's not that you all don't put work into it clearly you got to put work into it into your relationship, but it doesn't feel like burdensome work. It just feels like work that you need to do to keep continuing to be happy with each other mm -hmm. and continuing to 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 you know to being on one accord and and it's it, it's it's work, but it's effortless, effortless work. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I, I, it's I work just, that you want to do. It's work that you want to do. Yeah, so so yeah. I look at it like this. I think that's everyone in life. The goal should be working on what you're passionate about versus what makes money. Because a lot of times, what makes you money, uh, case in point, you got a lot of people who are doctors yeah. who don't love people. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you're not, you're not, you're not, you're not working in your passion. You only took that position because it made, you know, uh, a certain amount of money. And now I got sewn up wrong in my surgery because you didn't want to be here. Mm -hmm. like, you know, so I, I think I think focus focusing on what you're passionate about. So I'm yeah. passionate about us and our relationship. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to put that before everything, even mm -hmm. before how uh, what I think should. I care about how she's feeling in the moment. Mm. You know. Mm. And pass it over to you yeah so yeah man y'all this is i'm i'm so appreciative of you all taking the time to talk about your relationship to talk about your art to talk about the music that you all have done but then also talk about this kind of seamless way in which it all kind of comes together um into this beautiful display of of what God has allowed to happen this beautiful display of family and music um and creativity uh which I think is both you know a cultural 
um, as well as as you know a spiritual spiritual principle. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Cultural principle, colonial creativity, and spiritual principle in terms of the fact that God said, you know, we are His. his you know, he, he created His handiwork. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And that's that's create. And so when you all are creating you know, music and you're creating art and you're creating, you know, you're drawing and painting and doing all these different things. And then to create this ultimate creation mm-hmm. of Akira Um, Do you all have any plans for her in terms of music and in terms of artistry or are y'all just going? So I believe that kids should be themselves. Okay. We're definitely going to introduce music to her. Okay. She's going to be around it. You know, um, I definitely want to put her in piano and like, just have her learn those skills. And if the passion takes off, great. But if we discover that she's into something else, you know, I want to nurture. I want to nurture who she is, what not who she? I am. You know, gotcha. I want to live my life through her. Gotcha. I want her to be who she mm-hmm. is. Gotcha, gotcha. And and she'll, I believe she'll she'll tell us. She already tried saying with us though. <laughs> she'll, she'll she, she's us. trying to get in the yeah. interview. That's what she's trying. <laughs> Naturally, if if you look at if you looked at your child, yeah. Um, the child is going to kind of tell you like, all right, this is, this is what I like. And I think as a parent, it's our goal to nurture them through that. Yeah. You know, all right, you in the music. All right. How can I help? Instead of like, for me, well, I'm not even going to say this for me. There could be people who their child is in music and love music and they're like, well, I don't want you to be in music. Right. Okay. You know, so I think the goal is to uh allow that child to kind of already give you the breadcrumbs and from there you just nurture it mm-hmm. all right y'all well listen it's been another episode of street academy podcast man we have uh talked to the fly family <laughs> taja and pd um who are just incredible artists um and before they go i definitely want them to talk a little bit about what they got going. Y'all just got a single that dropped, right? Called Levitate? No, that's my brother's. Oh, okay, that's your brother's. Yeah, okay, that's my brother's. You, you. Um, I did the artwork for- Okay, did the artwork for, for that. For, for a single. Um, so we have, uh, we have a project that we will, we will be releasing called mm. Sorry for the Wait. Okay. Um, Sorry and- for the Wait. Oh, I'm already excited. For those hip hop heads, you already know why we excited. <laughs> gotcha. Um, gotcha. So, uh, it's just, it's just, we've been we've been away from the scene for multiple different reasons. Yeah. Uh, her grandmother passed away. My grandfather passed away. Um, 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 uh, corona, yeah. you know, all the waves of that. Yeah. You know, so um, we've we've took, taken the time. And then there's songs like I have songs like Superman, Gravity, right. um, and people who know uh, Petey McFly. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the <laughs> I guess my my first form. Mm-hmm. Um, they uh, when I was at UT UT mm-hmm. um, in Toledo playing. Um, these are songs that I wrote from back then um, that I found myself kind of circling back to that place of right. where I wrote those songs from. Right. And um, it just, I just, I finally got to the point to where 
I was able to create the best versions of those songs. Gotcha. So um, yeah, I got it. I got it. Uh, we got it. She has a song called 2020 um, that we'll be releasing um, um, pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you watch us on uh, Instagram or Facebook, we'll release snippets of those, mm-hmm. and we'll soon be releasing um, the release date for the. Sorry for the wait. Okay. So, 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 where, where, what's your Instagram handle? Your website, all of that, where they can find all of this incredible music. Um, so Instagram, it is House Supply Music. No, it's House Supply, right? House Supply Instagram. Yeah. Um, that's the same on Facebook. Um, our website, I'm finishing up that right now, uh, which is housesupplymusic.com. I'm lightweight kind of sorry because I had housesupply.com mm. and. Uh, got to <laughs> re-up on the uh, oh the thing I got yeah. you yeah somebody else went and swooped in and got it so got you. Um, but it's housefly-music.com. um and that'll be up with the next uh, about two months uh, okay. we got a photo shoot um to knock out and okay, I'll add the finishing touches to it. Gotcha. But um yeah <clears throat> and then in terms of where they can find your music Everywhere. You can just Google House of Fly, anything House of Fly, H-O-U-S-C, of O-F, Fly, F-L-Y, yep. House of Fly. Um, House of Fly. That's where you can find the music at. Yep. Uh, on every streaming platform. Yeah. Um, I guess the latest one that we, we had dropped was Alice, which is mm. um, Taja's song. Okay. Um, featuring my cousin Priest. Right. Oh, and also you couple videos as well. I remember doing. I think Alice was the one we did the video. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in the video. I, I, I was, I was actually featured in the video. No, I wasn't featured at all. I had a, I played a little role. I did a little cameo. He was at my tea party. I, I, I was there. I, I did. I was in the, I was in the video for sure. But, um, yeah, you can YouTube, Spotify, anywhere you get music, you can get House of Fly music. Um, download it, purchase it. I'll share it. And then, um, then 2023 is when we're going to release our, our plan to release our bigger project. We're going to be a do this. Do, they don't do do this no more. They don't do those no more. Well, it, it's kind of I mean? different because you don't have physicals. Yeah, so you know, you'll true. get the. Because Chris Brown tried to do yeah, yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. Really, yeah. It wasn't hot. Like, a lot of people aren't really feeling it, but y'all going to feel this. All right. Y'all yeah, going to download know. this morning. Y'all it's download it's definitely going to be the soundtrack soundtrack to your life. If you're on the trajectory of becoming your best version of yourself. Yes, yep. yes and that's what we all on. Man. Yep. That's what we all trying to be. Thank y'all so much. Now, thanks for having me. Appreciate you. We love you. We're going to continue to support. It's been another episode, y'all. Shitty Academy Podcast, where we keep one foot in the academy and one foot in the streets. <laughs> and we out. That you know got their feet apart. The neck of the haters, the game and the devil. I came